what we do here is go back, 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 back. Hey there guys and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Roundup. It is the first episode of 2018. I am Hadley Simons and uh, today I am joined by uh, Andy Walker and Mr. Stephen Tim. How are you guys doing and happy 2018 to you guys. Happy 2018, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Stoked awesome. to be here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> New year. That sounds so uh, New genuine. New podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, cool. So let's jump straight into the thick of it. Um, I think the theme of 2018 is kind of obviously fresh in our minds and... Uh, we're going to start off with the Benjamin side of things and uh, uh, if you guys are keen to see kind of some of the insights into the year, um, there are quite a, f- a couple of neat uh, articles on the website. So basically we've got, uh, you know, the accelerators to chase for money in 2018. Yep. Um, we've conferences. Got, yes, we've got conferences that you should be attending. Dep- you know, obviously it depends on what your uh, startup is covering. Um, and then you also did a, a neat piece as well on... Um, the people in the SA Tech startup ecosystem you should be following in 2018. Uh, I mean, there must be like maybe two or three names in particular that you you think of immediately, you know, without even reading the article again, that you kind of go, okay, cool, these are the people you should be following. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, want to tell us a bit more about uh, some of those people? Well, I mean, definitely someone like Lou Clarsen because Bitcoin is going to keep uh, hitting the headlines. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we saw it collapse basically again after after it's uh, shooting up, it's yeah. come down 25% or something in the holiday period. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he says that ICOs are going to get smaller and they're going to be more, uh, companies are going to run more of them. Yeah. And we've even seen someone like N- Natalie Dutoy, the Paralympian. Yeah. Handbook. Uh She's now involved with... Uh, An amateur sports related uh, yeah, yeah. startup that's involved in ICOs. Essentially kind of... Um, giving them kind of tokens of sorts for, yeah. you know, sharing their data. And interesting there is that they delayed their ICO to this year because, yeah. you know, the guy behind it um, claims uh, uh, that, yeah, there were just too many yeah. uh, that were held last year, so they couldn't stand out because yeah. really marketing the whole thing is you've got to stand out and yeah, yeah, definitely. There was also one other guy that you mentioned, another Lou, um, yeah. Lou Morkel of Prosperity, Prosperity Prop, um, bit of a mouthful there, um, and I believe you highlighted him as well because you said it was one of the one of the first, partial, at least partially successful ICOs in the country, mm. um, and yeah, so clearly that theme for 2018 for on the venture burn side of things is the blockchain related tech. You know, all the ICOs we reach, we've re- you know, I thought we reached peak hype with this technology in 2017. No, and it's, it's, getting... it's just it's just becoming crazier and crazier. Um, we saw at CES this week. Uh, we saw Kodak announce also that they would be uh, <laughs> launching a blockchain-related uh, service. There is an interesting bit to it in that they are essentially using this to kind of track, um, you know, people that sign up for this or photographers that sign up for for this platform. They can use the blockchain to kind of track where. Um, where their photos are being used, essentially, I believe. I think that was kind of the, the logic behind it. And that's really cool. And it's also something we've seen from South African guys as well, the Custos Media guys, mm. doing something similar as well, where they essentially embed, um, you know, um, Bitcoin. They, they essentially embed bounties in in uh, in videos and what have you. So if those videos do get... Uh, share, it's essentially a way of combating piracy via the, block, the blockchain. Yeah. So... Um, you know, we're seeing some really interesting uses for for the technology uh, this year. But at the same time, 
I do wonder whether we have, have seen peak hype for this technology. What do you guys think? Mm. Well, I think going on the fact that, for example, that ICO uh, or sports, sports podium was, yeah. was held back. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's definitely concern. And all these, I mean, uh, Prosperity Props uh, ICO and, uh, and um, Luke Carson's uh, one, he was involved yeah. in the Wallow one. Yeah. Uh, they, they, I mean, I think Wallow made something like 120th of the target. Yeah. And yet it's still defined as by successful. Luke Carson as successful. Yeah. So it, that's why he's probably saying, you know, they're going to be smaller yeah. targets that, that guys are going to go for yeah. instead of. What what other what other kind of trends aside from the the cryptocurrency and blockchain trends? What other kind of trends well, do you foresee happening in twenty eighteen in the SA startup there's space? Also the or even news bits to watch yeah, out for. Yeah, equity crowdfunding is gaining pace yeah. now. I mean, um, Patrick Schofield he was involved in Thunder Fund. Yeah, he's, he he was behind setting that up. Now he's um, behind something else called Uprise Africa. Interestingly oh, yeah? enough. They launch like their projects like in at the end of October, yeah. but they haven't opened them to investments yet because yeah. they're still fiddling around with the FSB yeah. that's overseas. You know, financial services board oversees yeah. the whole thing to whether this whole thing is all legit. Yeah. Um, FSB is not commenting. FSB told their lawyers, yeah. "Cool, you can go ahead. It's not contravening some share uh, regulations." Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, there's another um, group called Easy Equities, yeah. South African one. They've taken the uh, startup bootcamp Cape Town, uh, the, the 10 companies that participated in the first one yeah. uh, that was held in Africa, it was in uh, Cape Town last year. They've taken them and they're putting them out. Um, they're opening that for yeah. investment, I think it's uh, from next week. Okay. Um, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the yeah. 15th of January or something is the, the, the Monday is when they want to open that up. And they're running that off Mauritius. So okay, there, there shouldn't be any issues. So this is going to be the question. Are FSB and other regulators going to come to the, to the picture? The table, or, yeah. or, are they, or are we just going to see um, guys going ahead with these kind of things offshore? Because yeah. as we get more accelerators and things, that's a great way to say these are great companies, startups you can yeah. invest in. And then the normal public that's got uh, money um, Plus, we've got the 12J tax incentive that's also gaining steam. More and yeah. more investors are getting in there. So I think there's more money available for startups. Mm. Um, it's just a question of kind of unlocking that in 2018, I guess. Yeah, and I think and the regulators need to kind of... Yeah, you, men you mentioned up. regulators again, and uh, or rather, you know, government kind of related matters. Um, the whole SME fund was also a big story in 2017. Um, for bad reasons, basically, mm. essentially, well, the government like dropped out. They said yeah. they were gonna, hey, we're gonna contribute, you know, uh, whatever the yeah, yeah, whatever the private sector does, and that's been a bit of a joke, hasn't it? Um, it's taken so long, and and I mean, you it, do you think it's gonna be solved space, in twenty eighteen? Look, it's supposed to be. Now they've got. Um, we just spoke to the CEO Quinton Dixon the other day. He said, "Oh, okay, we signed up two two funds because it's going to be a fund of funds, so they're gonna." Yeah put say a hundred million rand down yeah. on average for each fund yeah. and the other f and then the fund is going to raise 400 million okay private yeah, sector yeah. fund and at the moment they've got three with one still have to be signed up and another one a fourth one they uh, didn't meet the criteria so mm. they ditched so it's it's kind of you think that's small impact um, but if they can each have 500 million now we've already got 1.5 billion and he yeah. reckons that 
they're going to deploy about 7.5 billion um, through. So the 1.5 billion will come yeah. from from the actual 48 uh, uh, large listed companies that have contributed, put their name yeah. to this, and then um, they're going to be matched uh, with a. So the East Traction, basically. So. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but one wonders um, cynically uh, whether this is private equity or actually, because you said it's not going to be aimed specifically at sp startups or spurning the venture capital sector, which, I mean, the guy behind the whole thing, uh, Adrian Gore, mm. basically the, the president, Zuma, yeah. he called the, the, C the CEOs uh, at a meeting in 2015 and said, guys, you need to do something here because you're responsible for... Uh, kind of partly responsible yeah. for not investing in anything, yeah. and we are in a slowdown. Even yeah. though Zuma is the one probably behind all the slowdown, his his um, bad leadership. So then they were like kind of made to come up with these measures, and the one was we're going to put 1.5 billion rand yeah. into small businesses. Now it's coming out that actually it's not startups or it's it's like fast growing small businesses, but um, where they're going to find the niche yeah. so that it because so essentially sorry essentially by you know, just your your quick verdict yeah. in terms of like a yes, no, maybe. Is this a story we should be watching in 2018? It is, and we should be making sure that these guys don't just put it into soft, um, easy, yeah, hold accountable. You know, yeah. awesome, sweet, um, cool. So from that, uh, that's kind of what you can expect uh, on the venture burn side of things uh, in 2018. That's uh, some lovely insight there. Um, we now move to the Gearburn side of things, and it is a big week for Gearburn because the biggest expo of the year takes place uh, the very first uh, month of the year and the first half of the year, that is the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, CES. Um, so a lot of big stories coming, coming out there, but uh, yeah, so some of the stories we saw, um, there were rumors that the Galaxy S9 would be shown behind closed doors. None of that, although we do now have confirmation of... Uh, the S9 being shown off and launched at MWC in Barcelona. Um, other than that, the other big stories we saw were, you know, a lot of a lot of kind of eighth gen laptop kind of stories. Everyone in there and their uh, dog is bringing out uh, laptops or convertibles. So HP, Dell, Acer, Asus, all these guys. And then there was even uh, a, a laptop dock, a laptop dock for the Razer phone. Uh, it's a concept. So you pop your phone into this laptop dock. The phone acts as like a touchpad slash trackpad, and it powers the entire experience. And um, so that's, you know, it's just a concept at this stage. But um, uh, probably the biggest story, however, has to be the fact that, uh, so Chinese smartphone brand Vivo, if you don't know them, they're one of the top five uh, smartphone brands in China. Um, they actually were, I might be mistaking, uh, fudging the figures here, but they were either number two or number three for China in 2017 or 2016. So um, they are a huge player. They are massive in India. So they uh, actually demonstrated a production smartphone with a fingerprint scanner below the display. So under the glass itself uh, and under the screen itself. And this is kind of like seen as the holy grail of, of smartphone technology in, in, in terms of security. Um, because you don't need a dedicated, like you, you don't have to put the fingerprint scanner on the back or, or as a, a button or anything like that. You just the the user will just press the screen and it will unlock their phone you know so that's some uh, really uh, interesting technology and they demonstrated it uh, this week at the, con the consumer electronic show allowed journalists to go hands-on with that sort of thing and i i have to say uh, 
uh, that uh, my prediction was that we would probably only see this technology at the end of 2018 or even next year because uh, there have just been so many reports of, of the likes of Apple and Samsung uh, just struggling to implement fingerprint scanners below the screen. I mean, we all know the iPhone 10 has um, Face ID, which I feel is also kind of like, you know, uh, kind of an alternative and a bad alternative to, not bad, but a, a lesser alternative kind of to the, the below display fingerprint scanners, you know. Um, Andy, were there any stories that you that you enjoyed, uh, you know, was it the fingerprint scanner stuff? Was it the laptops? Was it the new HTC Vive? Uh, Sony's got a $30,000 projector as well. Were yeah. there any stories that stood out for you? I mean, obviously the 30000 projector stands out because I can afford that. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A few interesting stories. Obviously, LG's Jolable OLED display yeah. was a big one. I mean, they've been they've been mooting that for ages, saying that oh yeah, we can totally do you know a Jolable panel. Yeah. Um, I think it was in 2014 when yeah. they debuted the 18-inch Jolable panel. Yeah. And now they you know made it so much bigger, and now you can actually literally just take your TV off your wall and Jol it up and go on holiday with your TV. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Um, apart from that, I mean, Google Assistant's now everywhere. Yeah, and the, they also have the smart displays now as well. So essentially, Amazon's Echo Show with essentially the Amazon Echoes, the smart speakers, but just with a screen, so a smart TV, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's these smart displays that act like kind of smart speakers, but just have a display. Uh, so that was also quite big. We saw a lot of Google uh, Assistant versions of that. And then NVIDIA's BFGD, uh, big format gaming displays. So. These are, these are displays that will be made by the likes of HP and what have you. And they are 65 inches, uh, 4K, HDR, um, all those bells and whistles. And they have NVIDIA's Shield gaming console embedded in them. So you essentially have uh, a powerful Android device embedded in your display or your monitor or whatever, um, which is really some crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the big story seems to be kind of... Uh, the continuation of kind of uh, you know the the mm -hmm. extreme tech monitored and display tech, yeah. as well as the assistant wars because we're also seeing like earbuds like Sony's announced earbuds that will have assistant uh, on them, and they also announced that last year's earbuds they released will get assistant via a software update. Yes, to your earbuds, a software update. Uh, so that also kind of is one of those one of those silent stories of the past few years as well as being that kind of everything is getting a software update, you know. Um, so that was also another kind of interesting uh, note for me, at least, was how Sony was able to activate such an advanced feature with a software update. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy, cool stories uh, out there. And um, that also kind of dovetails into what we could expect for 2018. What do you think will happen in the, in the gaming and smartphone space in 2018? Interesting question. I mean, obviously, people are not going to stop bitching about Intel's, you know, woes. Yeah, meltdown in inspector. Yeah. yeah, that was the big elephant in the room as well at CES. It was, and Intel went ahead and launched a quantum computing chip, just completely neglecting to mention Spectre or meltdown at yeah. the same time as well. Um, I feel that AMD will obviously come on strong in 2018. Yeah. 2017 was its year. Yeah, the ball's in their court. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, people are going to gravitate towards AMD now that Intel's sort of slightly yeah, screwed exactly, up. Exactly, because that's also hardware issues with Intel. And uh, AMD also confirmed that they aren't uh, affected by it nearly to the extent that uh, Intel is. Yeah. So um, that is, is very encouraging. So do you think AMD could possibly um, claw like double-digit market space from from uh, Intel. I definitely think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but yeah, obviously 
uh, in the mind of gamers at least, you know, Intel yeah. is not exactly the most trustworthy company at the moment, yeah. or trusted yeah. company yeah. at the moment. Yeah. I think on 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 my side, aside from the pillow fingerprints kind of thing, which is going to be a huge thing for smartphones now, I think you're going to see a, a lot more of the AI kind of stuff take place, whether it's AI hardware or just AI-assisted apps on on smartphones. Mobile AI is becoming a huge thing. You're going to be hearing a lot more about that on device AI and AI assisting your camera and all this kind of crap, um, especially because the Huawei P20 or P11, whichever it's going to be called, will be using that AI-assisted chip. Yeah. Um, and then I think, yeah, uh, on the gaming side, I think the Switch is still enjoying crazy sales. Apparently, became the most out, uh, the most uh, sold console. The, yeah, sold the most consoles uh, ever in the US uh, for any console. Uh, you know, beating the PS2. Um, so that's super crazy news. Um, so expect to see more Switch momentum and more games coming out with the Switch and uh, more, more surprises. I think in terms of the Switch. So those are definitely some of the themes I can foresee. What about you guys? What do you think will be happening with the smartphone and gaming industry in 2018? We're definitely keen to hear uh, your opinion on that. Uh, moving on from the gear burn side of things, we now go to uh, a bit of saucy news on the meme burn side, and that is the release of Pornhub Stats. Uh, so uh, if you haven't visited and you're over the age of 18, um, yeah, if, you, if you're not over the age of 18, just stop listening. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Pornhub has a fantastic blog. I've been using it for a couple of years now uh, called Pornhub Insights. And uh, as the name implies, they offer insights into their traffic and, uh, you know, the, the search habits and, and uh, you know, just, you know, breaking everything down. Uh, because <laughs> let's be honest, yeah, adult content, the, the dynamics behind that, the stats behind it, it's, you know, it's really, it's really crazy. And uh, South Africa features quite prominently. Uh, I think it was we came in at number nineteen out of twenty of of the most active uh, countries on uh, Pornhub. I, th I think it may be something like that. Yeah. So what what other what other interesting South African stats uh, did you manage to dig up, Andy? So yeah, I should first actually mention Pornhub stats in total because yeah. I mean obviously porn's one of the bigger drivers of traffic on the internet, yeah. along with Netflix and all the other sort yeah. of legal stuff. Um, so I mean twenty eight point five billion visits they had last year. Um, apparently, they enjoyed 24.7 billion searches Ooh. in the year. As well. yeah. uh, in total, they transferred 118 gigabytes of data a day. Uh, oh, wow. You yeah. can imagine filling up a hard drive Yeah. Uh, quite liberally. <laughs> Sorry, a second, not a day. Oh, yeah. yeah um, I was just going to say, that's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, South Africa was the 19th most active country on Pornhub, which is no, not a surprise, really, because it was 20th last year. Yeah, yeah. But it uh, swapped places with Belgium uh, in 2017. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were very interesting South African stats. Uh, so South Africa spent the second most uh, amount of time of every of any country on Pornhub. Yeah, beating, uh, I think, oh, just, just, just behind the Philippines. Just behind the Philippines. And the Philippines' lead was something stupid, eh? Like 13 minutes and South Africa was like 10 minutes, 20-something seconds. Yeah, so the Philippines on average spent 13 minutes, 28 seconds on Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, South Africa spent 11 minutes, 2 seconds. Uh, ah, and both of those countries beat the likes of the States, Canada, Argentina, and the UK. Um, the U.S. Uh, accounts for most of Pornhub's traffic, so that's okay. actually really interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, and South Africa obviously, for some reason, really liked cheerleaders in in 2017. <laughs> uh, cheerleader searches, you know, massively grew yeah. um, by 82 places according to Pornhub. Oh wow! Uh, top porn star Kim Kardashian. Uh, I'm not going to go into the top five categories or relative categories. You guys can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is ourselves. somewhat not safe for work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's def definitely one of the more interesting little tidbits of information you can find on the yeah, internet. Tidbits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you might not want to be browsing this article while uh, at work. 
why not? Why not just be a rebel and play dangerously and say, look, it's I'm just doing it for you know, yeah, it's I for mean, work purposes. You can you can raise it with your boss and you know explain why this yeah. is significant for statistics and why it's a great study. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do what you want with it. <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, that is definitely uh, an article worth reading. Uh, I'd suggest you check that out on Memeburn. And that pretty much brings it to uh, the end of our uh, regular kind of uh, programming, so to speak. Um, we now do the usual, what are we playing? What are we watching? What are we listening to? What have we been reading? What have we been doing over the festive season, etc., etc. Let's start with you, Andy. Um, festive season, obviously eating. I nice. mean, there's yeah, not much else you can do during yeah. Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've, I've found a few new podcasts. Um, thanks to Julia, you recommended Keep It. Uh, the oh, first nice. episode came out today. I yeah. recommend you guys check it out if you like pop culture. Yeah. And Download it and keep it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. If you, if you, you know, watch the Golden Globes recently and you want more commentary on that, then definitely your thing. Um, and yeah, I've just been, you know, relaxing, enjoying my vac. Yeah, uh, my back. holiday, wow. you know, uh, first first day back on the eighth yeah. uh, this week. So yeah, it's, it's great to be back, guys. Sweet. And what about yourself, Stephen? Uh, what have you been listening to, reading, watching? What have you been doing over the festive season? Uh, uh you know, keeping a low profile. <laughs> <laughs> You've been jamming still. I know uh, Stephen's a big uh, yeah. musician uh, f- uh, person. I actually have a friend who goes to Stripe tours quite often. So I don't know. Maybe you bumped into. Maybe you've seen this person and you don't, you know, you don't know that he no, knows no, me, no, no. etc. You know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, I saw an app the other day, or it could have been this morning. Now I can't even remember the the name, but it's something like you can you can award the musician. So it's a streaming yeah. app, music streams. Yeah. And you clap, and every time you clap, or I don't know if it measures how many people are clapping at the same yeah. time or whatever, but it it that's that's a form of, of remunerating the artist. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it sounds yeah. bizarre. I mean, yeah. so you could be at your workplace and suddenly, what, what are you doing? No, yeah. I'm just uh, or maybe passing the money on there. Or maybe you <laughs> could even be listening to music on low and uh, maybe someone's having a speech and they clap at the end of it and then... Or, you, know, or, you're your own, or you're the artist themselves, just at your own yeah, console, exactly. just clapping. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> trying to get strange. some revenue. You're just going to go to like <laughs> random places where there are gatherings of people and... You know, hoping for claps. That's quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, sample like uh, co- concerts and yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, on my side, uh, I've been playing a, a buttload of War Thunder, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I think I've added over the festive season like 25 to 30 hours of War Thunder. It's a World War Two air combat online title because uh, I finally have a laptop that's capable of playing it. And then another game I discovered, which was a 2017 release, uh, is Heat Signature. Um, I've been really enjoying it. It's a procedurally generated top-down kind of action game uh, where you infiltrate spaceships and the spaceships are all procedurally generated, randomly generated. Um, And it's kind of like Hotline Miami, but you can pause the action to kind of make your decisions and uh, uh, do actions and stuff. So, um, for example, um, you can pause the the game, uh, throw your weapon at someone, and then at the same time pick up their weapon and you know shoot them with it like it's like all within the space of while pausing or whatever so it's it's really crazy very matrix like in that sense um and it's probably one of my favorite games i've played in 20 well 2017 games i've i've played so far um definitely recommend you check it out it is an indie title and it should run on pretty much anything it looks like so there's that and yeah that's pretty much been it for for me on in terms of uh games and what have you oh i bought black mesa as well and i've been playing some of that the half-life one remake and that's pretty freaking fantastic 
So that's pretty much it for, for our side in terms of uh, everything. Uh, we thank you once again for listening to our first podcast of the year. Uh, it's good to be back. And uh, we hope you guys have a fantastic 2018. You can, of course, follow us on the various uh, Burn Media properties on Facebook and, on, and Twitter. So that's uh, Meme Burn, Motor Burn, Venture Burn, Gear Burn. Thank you once again, guys.